get spectroscopy in a few weeks that'll let us fingerprint the composition and be sure, but it's a pretty good circumstantial case. Three billion miles across the solar system. It's only the third planet with a polar cap ever seen, Earth, Mars, and now Pluto. Why is that significant? Well, I think it just shows that it's uh, going to be a very interesting place. We know very little about this world or its satellites. It's really on the frontier of human knowledge. This is the first mission to go and explore it. The United States has been first to every planet in the solar system. And, uh, uh, you know, it's been almost uh, 30, 30 years since we've um, done anything like this, gone exploring like this. And it's, it's kind of fun to be back in the exploration business, and it's kind of fun to be uh, getting ready to make a little bit of history. Now, New Horizons will fly by Pluto on July 14th. What will happen at that point? Well, the spacecraft's got seven scientific instruments aboard, and we're already using six of the seven uh, to collect data about the Pluto system and its environment. And that data will get better every week as we get closer. Best, of course, on the 14th of July. Following that uh, closest approach, there will, there will be an enormous amount of data on the spacecraft memories on the solid-state recorders, and we'll start downloading that. But this little high-tech spacecraft is so capable that it can collect about 100 times as much data as it can send home on encounter day. So we will be seeing new images and new data sets about Pluto the rest of this year and most of next year as that download continues. How long does it take for that information and those images to be transmitted back to Earth? Individually, it takes the spacecraft um, about an hour to download one image, and then each image spends about four and a half hours in flight as radio waves traveling at the speed of light from Pluto three billion miles away all the way here to the Earth. Wow. And uh, you're going to be collecting all kinds of uh, data. What, what sort of things are you looking for most? Well, we're looking to understand how the Pluto system came to be, and we're looking to understand uh, what the geology, the atmosphere, and the uh, satellites are like. At the risk of opening up a can of worms, uh, will any of the knowledge uh, that uh, you gather from this mission uh, restore Pluto's status as a full-fledged planet instead of a dwarf planet, or is that uh, ship sailed, as it were? No, as a matter of fact, I'm a professional planetary scientist and expert in the field like the rest of my team, and I will tell you that uh, uh, the astronomers uh, really shot themselves in the foot. They don't know very much about planets. They're experts in galaxies and faraway things. And uh, in planetary science, we consider these kinds of objects planets, and I think your listeners should do. They have all the attributes of planets. They are big worlds. If you drove around Pluto's equator and clocked the distance, it's the same distance as Manhattan to Maui. So take that, astronomers. <laughs> wow, a little smack talk here on the, uh, on the science uh, beat. Uh, that's, aw <laughs> that, that's awesome. So where does New Horizons go from Pluto? Well, we're on a very fast trajectory, which is escaping the sun and flying out into the galaxy. But along the way, we have a chance to make another flyby of a much smaller object, not the size of a, of a, of a planet like Pluto, but something the size of a New England state, um, which is a building block of the planets out there in the Kuiper Belt. It's called a Kuiper Belt object. We picked two out. We're going to choose between them and propose to NASA for the funds to do that. Those flybys, one or the other, would be in 2019. 